0: And welcome to this week's episode of Diminishing Returns. My name's Alan, and with me, as always, is Sol...
1: Mamma Mia!
0: And Calvin. Oh, wait a minute. No, it's not Calvin, because Calvin has unfortunately died. (laughs) Uh, And it's not funny. Uh, Calvin, of course, has left us now, and left us with an impossible task of replacing him. So, the... Difficult responsibility of taking on that role first falls to Judy Bignall. Please welcome Judy. Hello. 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 Now, uh, yes, we we needed a shrill feminine voice. Oh, sorry. Uh, Hello. (laughs) 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 To replace Calvin. Oh, it's like he's here in the room. (laughs) Okay, so just to give you a quick intro to Judy, uh, she's a friend of mine, and basically any time on this podcast for the last couple of years where I've said, oh, I watched this film with a friend, and they said this, blah, 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 that friend, chances are, was Judy. Uh, You've been there right since the beginning, and you definitely know your films. We watch films together all the time. Indeed. And of course, this week, we are doing a film for (laughs) women. It was made for women, and made by women, more remarkably, and, you know, let's face it, Judy, you're a woman. My God. <laughs> hoping maybe you'll be able to bring a different perspective to this than uh, Sol and I. <laughs> so how... <laughs>
2: I
1: had been meaning to watch this for the last 10 years, so it was good to finally have a kick up the arse to do it.
0: I agree. This is one of those where it's kind of outside my normal sphere, so it's interesting to, to dip into mm. that.
1: This is, um, this is quite an interesting film for us to do, because it, it feels like we haven't really... Covered musicals before, and I, I looked at our past episodes, and and we have technically covered nine musicals.
0: Wow, really? <laughs> Hang on, wait, wait, wait! Little little mini quiz here. Let's see if we can name them. Judy, you you probably actually remember our back catalogue better than me. <laughs> so
1: <laughs> they're mostly covered in uh, review of the year episodes, Oscar oh. episodes, uh, director. Oh, La, episodes. La La Land. La La Land is one of them. Yes.
0: Damn it. Um, Tim Burton.
2: Yes, then, uh, which there one were three Tim Burton, Tim Burton ones. Sweeney Todd.
1: Sweeney Todd, yes. Oh, yeah,
0: Sweeney Todd, of course. Um, oh, Nightmare on El- uh, Nightmare, <laughs> Nightmare
2: on Before Street. Street. Christmas. Nightmare Before Christmas. <laughs> Nightmare before Christmas yes, <laughs> yeah.
1: And in that vein, another
2: one.
0: I don't know. What yeah. was the other one?
1: Corpse, Corpse Bride. Bride. Corpse Bride. Is that a musical?
2: Yes. I haven't seen is that it.
1: A yeah, it's got four songs, I think, which I'd say is a good minimum. Yeah. To be a musical, just about. It's only like an eighty-minute film, so you know. <laughs>
0: Um, Standard. I'm not sure what else. Oh, we've done Disney f- films. Yeah.
2: Oh, you did Beauty and the Beast didn't you? Yeah,
1: so there's two Beauty and the Beasts that I've yes. got here.
0: Frozen we've done. Yep. Uh, we've talked about Moana on a review yep. thing.
1: Yeah, one left. Are you
2: ca- you're counting these as musicals, that's very shady. What? Mo- Moana? Moana?
1: Moana's oh. Lin-Manuel Miranda Broadway darling it's about as musical as you can get.
2: Well, it's got music yeah. in it, but it's not I think if someone said what genre is that film, they wouldn't say oh it's a musical. They'd say it's
1: they'd say it's animated, and they'd yeah. be wrong because animation's a medium as uh, <laughs> uh,
0: Anime. Yes, as we know from uh, the Incredibles episode. Exactly.
2: That's not fair. I haven't heard it yet.
1: <laughs> <laughs> well, this is the thing. I, I uh, the last one's labyrinth, by the way, because I'm about to move on. Um, <sighs> I love musicals. Uh, a lot of people hate musicals. A lot of people will say they love all genres apart from musicals and that'll be the one that they they pick on very unfairly and in my experience pretty much all of those people if you sort of say what about this film what about that film you can normally find three or four films that they love that are musicals mm. but it's just that
2: they don't think they are
1: they always say oh it's animated it doesn't count or oh it's a comedy it doesn't count and mm. I I don't know. It's Disney,
0: it doesn't count.
2: I'm not trying to say it doesn't count. I've just never heard Disney referred to as a musical. Of
0: course it is. Well, how are we going to approach this? Because, I mean, I think I'm definitely going to be the voice of uh, uh, hatred for this film. Have you actually said (laughs) the name
2: of the film yet?
0: Yeah. It's Mamma Mia. Uh, Well, I'm I'm definitely on a negative aspect here. I think Judy likes this film. We haven't spoken about it yet.
2: Don't point fingers at me.
0: Theoretically, Saul shouldn't like this film because it's shit. (laughs) But he does have a soft spot for musicals, I know this. Mm. Yes, and I mean, he even like Slipperpleed the Sherberg, for Christ's sake. So, <laughs> one of the
1: greatest films of all time. Alan. There's no,
0: there's no telling what his wacky opinion might be. <laughs> <laughs> Plus, I, I think Saul is really going to enjoy Pierce Brosnan singing. So. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be interesting to see this one. But I don't know where to start with it. Um, I made very detailed notes.
1: Yeah, I love musicals, I really do. Um Although
0: although it is worth obviously mentioning this is a jukebox musical, it's a sort of post yeah. post facto musical cobbled together, yes. which I mean this I don't know I don't know if this invented it, but it's certainly popularized that this was the big hit that meant everyone tried to do it to cash in.
1: It's become annoyingly prevalent on mm. the West End and Broadway nowadays. The the other thing is turning a film into a musical, but I'm completely on board with that. Uh, as as much as it is arguably, you know, pop-eating itself and we're going to run out of stories and blah, 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 blah. It's original music being written. I, I don't want to get into my thoughts on jukebox <laughs> musicals, but uh, I think it will come out as we what? start
0: discussing I was going to say, is there any better time? <laughs> well, yeah, okay, let's let it let's let it drip in.
1: Yeah, I, I made some predictions in my notes before I actually okay started the film. Uh, going in, I was I was expecting to kind of enjoy this, think it'd be good fun. I, like I say, I'd been meaning to watch it for, well, about 10 years and just hadn't got round to it. Uh, my, my predictions are, number one, there will be a character called Fernando. <laughs> 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 Which I, I was impressed, actually, didn't happen. <laughs> Prediction two, Pierce uh, Bronholm will awkwardly talk his way through a song rather than actually <laughs> trying to sing. Um, oh, yeah. And we'll, we'll get to that in a bit. Yeah. Uh, and prediction number three was the film will end with the entire cast doing thank you for the music, which um, I was half right with. Mm. They, yeah, they did close. it over the credits.
2: Yeah. It's a good prediction.
0: <laughs> yeah, my prediction was I'm going to hate this film.
2: <laughs> and it was
0: true. It was also a good prediction. <laughs> <laughs> well... I mean, my first note, and this is going to sort of show you how how little I know about this. Well, one.
1: Should, should we quickly touch on what we think of ABBA? Because oh, yeah, okay. that's going to colour this uh, this film, isn't it? If, if all the songs are ABBA.
0: Well, yeah, okay. For me, ABBA are a sort of seventies pop band.
2: <laughs> <laughs> for you or for the world,
0: I'm... <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much a little
2: bit objective. Yeah,
0: I know. I know. There's several of their songs that I know. They've they've remained sort of in popular culture for many decades, and that is obviously a testament mm. to the fact that they make these nice, catchy tunes. Um, I wouldn't particularly have their songs on my playlist. I wouldn't turn it off if it came on the radio. Yeah. Um, that's that, really.
1: I, I still can't really tell what I think of ABBA. I kind of like the songs for the most part, but every time I actually try to listen to them, I'm like, oh, is this it? Can we get going? <laughs> you know, I don't know, it just doesn't quite... There's a, there's a death metal band called Tragedy that do death metal covers of ABBA and I I much prefer their (laughs) versions of their songs. I I think they're just a bit less um, cheery. Just plodding. I don't know, it's just (laughs) very like... uh, Plodding? Which ones
2: are you listening to? All of
1: them, they're just so like... uh,
2: is like a demo track on a keyboard it's like the most upbeat yeah. thing you can get it, it just upbeat. kind
1: of sounds like i don't know someone competently doing karaoke of an abba song it doesn't <laughs> they never sound like but then it's weird because they, they are really kind of nice little melody the harmonies things, are yeah. on point
2: i love them well i say i love them i love the songs they're so catchy i, I think mm. it's cheesy wholesome goodness uh is how i describe it i think they they're not high caliber but i i do know all the words to all the songs so you know that says something
0: <laughs> fair enough yeah, fair enough
2: yeah. the fact it's met with silence says a lot more <laughs> <laughs> oh
1: you know what i've just i've just remembered my first uh, exposure to this film thinking about it yeah i remember being in the cinema watching i think the dark night and i remember when it went quiet you could just kind of hear a like
3: you, can ask, you can ask, like through the wall
1: um, at certain points and it was like oh god what is that and the cinema needs to sort out its acoustics
0: but what, just to just to clarify there may be people listening who don't know uh the story there's three men she doesn't one of them is definitely her biological father she hasn't had never had any contact with any of them the mother has never tried to contact any of them so they don't know but she invites them all to come to her wedding which we later, from, it's all just about her having daddy issues, basically. Um, and the reason she's trying to get married at 20 is because she's obviously terrified of being abandoned by a man. Um, I mean, I haven't got any sense of perspective
2: on that. Judy? It was really nice to get Freud in there to, uh, to speak on your show. Well done, guys. Uh, I didn't even hear the doorbell go. Um... Oh, Ding dong. Hello, <laughs> <laughs> no, Sigmund
3: Freud. I'm here. <laughs>
2: um, I hope it's not a rite of passage that I have to try and do a really bad accent like impression of him as well. Yeah, I think it's safe to say it's her issues with her dad, and but they they address the fact that she's you know getting married very young. Is it because of her mum? Like they kind of address that that's to do with parental issues. They don't try mm. and hide it, and then go. They
1: they address that it's sort of a stupid idea as well. Yeah, they don't exactly condone it. I mean, they kind of do. Like they they try and condone not doing it, and then they kind of undermine it with another character. Immediately <laughs> proposing in a really stupid way that doesn't really.
0: Ugh. We'll come on to. That. <laughs> yeah. Let's build um, up to that bit. Let's build up to it.
2: My view on the songs in this film, like, there's just one word and it's shoehorn. They just everything feels <laughs> shoehorned in. Um, even yeah. that very first bit. I mean, my first note isn't really a note. It's just Amanda, Seyfried singing. Uh, however you say her name. How do you say the name? Um, it's
1: Cyfread. Cyfried? It's a, it's, a, it's a weird, I, I say Seyfried, Seyfried, but I think it is some yeah, weird it's, Yeah,
2: it's one of those ones where it's not like it's spelt.
1: It's like Gal Gadot. Hmm.
0: If I recall correctly, Sol, you've got a bit of a thing for Amanda Seyfried, haven't you? <laughs> so it's, does that, does that colour your, uh, <laughs> that your watching of this film?
1: I mean, I, I I've made some notes about her first appearing on screen that I haven't gone into because I figured it.
2: <laughs> this isn't where you're like, oh my uh, my notes are stuck together and uh, I, can't, I can't read you those. And
1: I yeah I, I like Amanda Seafood.
2: Do you like her voice though? Mm. The, the voice is different, right? You look at her and you kind of go, oh she's wearing a swimsuit, and then you hear her sing and you're like, oh.
1: She's the best one. She gets away like yeah, in this film.
2: She can really sing, but she is she's got a shrill shrill to the voice
0: that's what all women sound like to me
1: she does well in this film because it's not really about singing well from what I can gather uh, otherwise why would you cast Colin Firth, Stellan Skarsgård, yeah. Pierce Brosnan
2: oh, I... well, 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 we'll come to that want, we... all in due course that's it's own chapter <laughs> isn't it really
0: I, I kind of made a note here Like, what what exactly did these letters say because as far as I can tell it just says "Like, dear mm. Harry Bright or whatever <laughs> um, you might not remember me we hooked up on holiday about 20 years ago um do you want to come to my daughter's wedding? She's twenty <laughs> well, by the way
1: well i've I've made the note it's it's weird that Amanda Seafood's so happy to talk about her mum having sex. yeah, it. that was weird yeah. I really to... <laughs> uh going back to what you said about things being crowbarred in yeah. it really bugged me because it meant that every every line of dialogue you were kind of on edge because you <laughs> yeah. knew they were about to just say, "Oh, you you know what? You're a real super trooper. You are super trooper," <laughs> and then everyone <laughs> just like start oh, singing and it was just, yeah. Um. But I don't I don't think there's much of a way to do it no. in a jukebox musical other than that, especially when you're picking one uh, band's work because. Mm. I mean, the, the, all right, basically I hate jukebox musicals, that's <laughs> Um but I th- my, my problem is that in a real musical, you'll write the songs around the story to complement mm. the story and they're part of telling the story but in a jukebox musical uh, certainly one where you're limited to one band's work, you're writing a story around the songs and therefore yeah. you get a story that's just all over the place, yeah. plot strands yeah. that go nowhere, things that don't make sense and character motivations that are flimsy, And it's just weak mm.
0: and uh, also in this case not really writing a story around the songs but writing a story around the song title or like one <laughs> line in it and yeah. then not really worrying about what the rest of it yeah. is
1: and and it can be done relatively well, like they, they did can a it... beat Well, <laughs> it can be done better than this <laughs> um <laughs> the The Beatles, uh, there was a Beatles musical. I don't know if it was on the stage before it became a film, but they did a film version of it called Across the Universe, and it's not great, but it it at least kind of has a bit of fun with it. Yes, there's characters called Jude and stuff, and you know exactly what's going to happen <laughs> there. But hey, but Jude, <laughs> <laughs> but um, but like they do, I want you, and they kind of recontextualize it as the. Uh, The Uncle Sam military poster is the guy signs up for the army, and it becomes this big thing of the, you know, like the army guys chanting "I want you," and it, it, it's done a lot more inventively and just, um, I don't know, organically. I I guess the Beatles maybe had
0: more songs to, because that is the other problem. It's like you've got to put the hits in there. You've got to put the songs Mm. that people recognise in there, yeah, and and then work around them.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and this is it, like Moulin Rouge kind of gets away with it because they they were able to pick any song they wanted to go at any point, it wasn't a film written around getting these specific songs in. They just kind of thought, oh, that's a good song. Let's put that in there.
0: Well, it happened a lot back in the golden age of musicals in the 50s. It happened a lot where they go, oh, we got this song from this other film that we did or this other show. It's just a basic love song. Do you want to just drop that in? And they were like, yeah, that's fine. (laughs) So they did recycle songs and they'd kind of take songs that were written for something else and just Mm -hmm. drop it in because it worked and then just write it in. But, yeah, you can write around things. Plus, you know, the argument there is that those musicals are good which is incorrect generally <laughs> the classic musicals are shit as well
1: the other big problem is that the best part of any musical is normally the end of act one medley where all the songs like converge and layer on top of each other and it's brilliant and you can't do that in a jukebox musical unless you hire someone to write some really elaborate you know ABBA remix with all of the songs Stars on 45. Of... But, the, but then ABBA's songs weren't designed to be layered over the top of each other, so it just doesn't it, you can't have that, so there you go another reason why they're rubbish um, I mean, with
2: them uh, with the way they present the songs in this film as well though, it's, some of them are kind of introspective and montage some of them like Voulez-vous when they're at the Hindu, they're only using it as the kind of, to create pace in order to make her feel disorientated and then, That's right it, though. I'm well, yeah, that. that one like the format kind of works, and then Dancing Queen is basically her just kind of it's that I've got to get it out of my system. It changes format again, but Lay All Your Love on Me, I still don't know what that song's about, and I still don't know what it was meant to be about in this film. It's yeah. why did they put? Wait a minute, it in?
0: I'm, I can't remember where that is, but I made it. It's where it like they're, they're PDAing on the thing. beach. So Lay All Your Love on Me is about spunk. No. <laughs> Yeah. i don't on, know i'm sure i wrote down lay all your love on me I, I'm, I remember writing it down
2: well that's the thing the lyrics sounds like kind of graphic and then he gets on top of her and then men in speedos turn up and uh, T- what was it saying i mean which characters were this dominic cooper remember. bloody hell and oh, uh oh, no i
0: felt bad for dominic cooper. Oh, man. that song
1: just didn't
2: there was no is that a big big abba
1: hit because no! it is one of it's one of the few songs I really wasn't massively familiar with and But it's
2: it's a song that you don't know what it means anyway.
1: That scene was completely redundant and It
2: was.
0: I was I felt quite bad for Dominic Cooper because he he looked like he was he obviously couldn't take it seriously. He, he,
1: he looked like he'd been tricked.
0: Yeah. Frankly.
1: Yeah.
2: He looked like he took it too seriously to me. He he was no. the most British thing in it and that was the uncomfortable bit.
1: I don't know about that With oh, Colin, no, Firth, well, yeah, Colin Firth fully trying to sing and not quite. <laughs> Yeah but he was meant to be an
2: awkward character Dominic Cooper was meant to be this buff kind of guy And instead it was like Alright let's take all your clothes off and oil you up And you're gonna like get on top of this girl And sing And I mean oh, oh, It was uncomfortable It was horrible
1: I've made a note that I, I enjoyed the uh, youthful Pierce Brosnan It's a little positive there <laughs>
2: <laughs> was that add a headband and put extensions in his hair
0: That wasn't. Yeah, the the problem with that is that they kind of made them all look the same. It's like let's give them different. There's lots of different '70s styles you can sort of go with.
1: Yeah, no one had an afro.
2: (laughs) I was going to ask about the setting because this film references getting on the internet and i didn't know if that was early internet or the fact that she lives on a greek island in a run down hotel so i'm not sure when this film set well it was made in
0: what was it 2008? 2008 2008 yeah but the the, sen- the sense of the scene was that the joke was though your mum doesn't know about it but we do yeah, so it's exactly. like she's just a bit a... but
1: is that a line from the play that they just haven't updated from 1995
2: <laughs> <laughs> well i definitely took it that like the world was all internet ready and he's an architect you know and mm, yeah. he works in the city and she was just behind the times i think but then that's they, how it's they meant, reference yeah. well they referenced 20 years ago and bill skarsgård or whatever he's called is like oh that was the time of the flower power well that's oh, we're talking yeah, that's 60s point, 70s actually. so i was like well that's
0: a good, very good point actually yeah it would be yeah. set in 1988 if it was 20 years. yeah, yeah. uh I,
1: I think they just haven't updated the the script from the stage
0: show again yeah it definitely got the sense that it was supposed to be in the 70s wasn't it When mm-hmm. it was in the yeah. Well, my other problem here with the immediate premise was that, you know, this girl, Amanda Seyfried, you know, she kind of looks like Stellan Skarsgård. She does not look like Pierce Brosnan or uh, Colin Firth. So it's kind of like, well, that's that problem solved. What's the rest of the film going to be about?
2: Oh, I don't know. I think... Only I, in the think, fact that they've both got a nice tan going on in this film. I think the point is she's meant to look like Meryl Streep, and then you're not yeah. meant to associate her with any well, of them. I guess
0: there's supposed to be a suspension of disbelief that we just go, okay, it could be any of them. Yeah. But yeah. all I was doing was going, well, it's obviously Stella Skyguys. What's going on? <laughs> so, okay, so I didn't know what. And I just kind of had to go, okay, it's just the actors they've got. Forget about
1: it. The issue I have with the main premise is that we're supposed to buy that these were three incredibly meaningful romances that happened within the space of, like, what, a month? Mm. If one of them meant something and two were just sort of flings, like, fair enough? But
0: it, it, Yeah, because the, the the general sort of feeling at the end is that she was in love with... Sam. And then he left and sort of she was heartbroken, so then she hooked up with these other two guys on a kind of rebound. But then they still turned up 20 years later... Uh, mm-hmm. Like if if they turned up and she was like, gone, "Oh my God, Pierce Brosnan! I, I, I haven't seen you for you. Hang on, are you uh, are you Colin Firth? <laughs> like like <laughs> I don't quite recognise you." But it wasn't, was it? Like they've turned up after twenty years of absolutely no contact from this girl that they shagged on holiday. So yeah, the idea is that that it was a meaningful thing.
1: My my other notes are largely about the cast. I don't know if you want to. Dig yeah, I've got quite a
2: few notes, them. so I'll I'll keep up with you.
0: Oh, okay. Um, well. Starting with Meryl Streep. Yeah, it turns out she can't sing.
1: Surprisingly awful performance. Not just singing, but bad acting. Yeah. I,
0: Probably the worst Meryl Streep I've ever seen. Yeah,
1: yeah I, I was genuinely really surprised. My my note here is that her face is just far too self aware every time she's mm. singing. Like it, mm. you you just know you see all the cogs going in her head. And I I've seen her in Into the Woods, was it called? Where oh, yeah. which is a musical and she's good in that.
3: Could love you more than I. What are there that I cannot supply? Stay with me.
1: So I don't oh, know what. I don't know if she's oh. just, just too aware that this is. A shit film.
2: I'm not sure I'd call her good in that. To be fair, I... <laughs> well, she she acts in it
1: like she's not just well, she kind acts of because awkwardly... She's
2: playing a witch, like it's, yeah, this yeah. Is a bit like she's overacting, but she's playing a mum, which well, is I don't know. strange.
1: It, 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 you you just feel like she's acting, but then she starts singing, and it suddenly feels like you're watching Meryl Streep, very conscious of the fact that she's singing and yeah. in a film, and it just doesn't. Yeah. Uh, she's a bit better later on when she tries to do... Um,
2: the winner takes it all. Yeah, it was
1: the winner takes it all, yeah. but then that just gets cringy because it's mm. still not good. <laughs> it's still yeah, it's like that. It's
2: because the massive Pashmina gets involved and then it's like, it just goes a bit... It, it's coat. too windy. It's playing. too windy.
0: <laughs> but there, there, was one, there was one moment with her and the daughter just before the wedding and it was like, she was having a little emotional moment. I was like, oh! That's Meryl Street. Uh but other than that it was not not very
2: good. There was a bit where um when her two friends, Julie Walters and um the other woman who plays uh Becky Mountain Granger who I can't remember her name but it's from the Adams Family values. Um <laughs> oh, that one. Um <laughs> Those two, when they're, it seemed like it was like the camera was just left rolling and it was unscripted, where they're sat there laughing and then one of them seems like she forgets the line. I was like, that's good. That little section there was quite sweet. They were laughing, seeming a little bit tipsy, playing with a drill, you know, as you do. Mm. That was genuine, or it felt genuine. Well,
0: actually, that, that, I made a note about her, about that, like Meryl Streep and her gang, as I put it. It felt like three strangers who have nothing in common. They did <laughs> yeah. not feel like people who had been friends for years <laughs> yeah, and years. It, didn't it? And and I think that was just, there was no chemistry there. Yeah, I, I felt
1: that way about them and also Amanda Seafried and her friends. I had the exact same I thought
0: them. I felt that with them. Well, the problem yeah. with those guys was just that they're kind of there at the beginning and then they get forgotten about for the most mm. part. No sense of camaraderie yeah. or friendship. Well, they were
2: screaming, which was meant to kind yeah. of hide it. Um, yeah. Like, just go, ah!
0: Yeah, it did just feel like yeah, poor casting in general. Yeah, well, and and, uh, and actors that we've seen do very well. So it's not like poor acting; it's it's poor casting. Yeah,
1: Meryl Streep is great. Uh, I like Amanda Seyfried. I like Dylan Skarsgård. and Colin Firth is probably one of my favourite actors. Going.
0: Pierce Brosnan's in it. <laughs> He's in it. He's there.
1: Let's <laughs> uh, be fair to Pierce Brosnan. I've not really seen any of his um, many of his lead roles. You know actually, I quite like Pierce Brosnan and what I've seen of him he's he's got that kind of
0: he doesn't seem to take himself seriously, does he yeah yeah, yeah yeah and um and Julie walters is famously a comedy actor, but she's not really a kind of get stuck in do some improv kind of comedy she's very theatri- she's theatrically trained scripted she can do comedy, nothing like that
2: I kind of i mean i don't I'm not saying it's a great performance, but there was a little part of me where I have a soft spot for her double act with the the tall one. Tanya. Tanya. Yeah, which, t- I'll just call it Tanya. Which
0: should work, but doesn't.
2: I, I liked them together. I thought they were quite funny. They but
0: they, they should be the ones where they're do, they're being like the kind of the oversexed middle-aged women kind of characters where which is <laughs> what they kind of do, but
2: Well, one of them does, yeah.
0: It's just like either do it properly and commit to it or Well that
2: felt know. very abfab, you know, those two.
0: Exactly, like abfab that's exactly the sort of thing I'm going for, yeah. Cause if you put Julie Walters in abfab. Yeah. she'd struggle because it's... Or you put her in a scripted piece, and give her a script, she'll do it. But, you know... Uh,
1: on that note, Tanya has a subplot that goes absolutely nowhere whatsoever that is just an excuse to put a song in there.
2: Oh, what's that kid about? Uh, wait, what song is it that she does with that? that uh, does Your Mother like... Know? Although I do like yeah. that number. Does but that That's I
1: have to say, she is by far and away the best performance in this film. That scene works really well as a standalone yeah. thing. She gives a great performance.
3: we are so hot teasing
1: I, I think she's got a background of. Uh,
2: she's a very famous dancer.
1: Musicals, if not musical theatre, yeah. Um, that bit worked really well, and it, it kind of just begged the question just, of.
2: Yeah, just a shame. Just a shame it doesn't fit with the story.
1: Yeah, why did you cast actors who uniformly can't sing, apart from this <laughs> one person? It, it's, it's.
0: Well, I thought I thought the exact same thing. Like, no one in this film can sing. It must be deliberate. I think it's kind of like keep them down to earth we're not trying to make a musical where everyone's belting out these show tunes it's a kind of pop musical you could sing along and you'll sound just as good as them kind of mm. vibe to it do you think that's deliberate i think or am so. i being am i being generous
1: i was uh i mean stellan skarsgård kind of gets away with it
3: those crazy years that was the time of the flower power
1: uh, Pierce Brosnan really surprised me because he does actually go for it. He does actually sing. When gone,
3: I carry on?
2: That's yeah. the problem. He went for it and it failed. <laughs>
1: my, my note is it's like watching someone's dad doing karaoke at a wedding.
2: Yes.
0: <laughs> Which is exactly what the film is supposed to be. (laughs) He's a lot better than I expected,
1: frankly.
2: Jesus Christ, what did you think? Yeah,
0: to be honest with you, he was not the worst one in it by a long time. Oh, yeah. Colin Firth,
1: surprisingly, I would say is the worst singer in the film.
2: No! Which blew me away, because
1: I was kind of expecting him to be a dark horse, uh, good singer, (laughs) and he's not.
2: Hang on, what does he sing? Because he sings the bit in Our Last Summer, which was lovely. That was so nice. Walks along the Seine, laughing in the
3: rain. Our last summer, memories that remain. We made our way along the river and we sat down in the grass by the Eiffel Tower.
2: <laughs> and then Pierce Brosnan ruins it. <laughs> <laughs> that was. Painful, and you, you'll know exactly the bit I mean when I say the bit with the wall. Colin Firth playing the guitar and singing the first bit of Our Last Summer, oh, that was no, divine. It was horrible. That was adorable. It was
1: the worst part of the film. <laughs>
2: <laughs> no. See, that's because you
0: like Colin Firth and respect him, so to see him embarrassing himself.
2: No, but the worst mm. bit with Colin Firth in that film is like, okay, fair enough, his character has an arc and he comes out as, as gay at the end, you know, spoilers. But it's the bit where he rips off his shirt and looks like a twat. Like, that's the worst bit for Colin Firth. In that film is right at the end. It's not the singing. Hang on, what? That's
0: not. He's gay at the
1: end. Are we talking about a single man?
2: Come along now. <laughs> no, no, Mamma Mia. He comes at, like he's gay. Oh, I didn't get that. Jesus. Oh my. Okay. When did that so happen? you know, oh, you know the bit where they're at the Hindu do, and they he like, like
1: basically get cuckolded by Pierce Brosnan at the end.
2: No. Um, how did you miss it, guys? This is a big thing. He, uh, right. Okay. So let's I, I remember
0: it. a scene where they were confused. Stellan Skarsgård was alluding to him being gay. Yes. And he goes, so Oh, that you seemed... finally realise you're gay. Um, but well, yeah, but the that was because there... it was a mistake. Because Colin Firth was talking about being no, the girl's dad, he wasn't. And Skarsgård had mistaken it. He thought he was saying he was gay when he actually wasn't.
2: no, it's the other way around. So each one, I think, it's meant to sound like they're talking about Sophie, the daughter, and they're not. One might be talking about Julie Walters. One might be talking about the guy. And then at the end, in the wedding, he looks at the young lad sitting next to him and shares a smile. And then they're dancing in the courtyard. At and the That's end.
0: what gayness is, is it?
2: No, but it's so obvious that in this. Th- and then at the end, in the water, when they're all dancing around and frolicking, he rips off his shirt and he's dancing with this twenty-something boy. Seriously, he's he's gay.
0: The idea of that character ended up being gay was not is not like out totally out there. I can believe it, but I just I watched this film and did not pick up on that. So it's really
2: obvious. That's so strange. Maybe, maybe
0: I'm not as judgmental as you
2: Oh shut up, it's got nothing to do with judgment People can
0: frolic with other men in the water without it being gay I don't, I don't
2: Maybe no you watched it in three parts and you missed it
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I think that's probably That is true yeah. <laughs> that's that, is, that is accurate <laughs> 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 i not take it in one go <laughs>
2: Touche. No, I promise you, he's meant to be gay, because it's meant to tie up loose ends. You know, Bill is like, he's the adventurer, he could never settle down anyway, the other guy is gay, and it's like, well, Sam and Donna loved each other. It's that is meant to be a loose end thing, no one's meant to lose out in that situation.
1: I cannot overstate how much I hate that need to tie up the loose ends of the other yeah. guys. That, it's it's Stellan Skarsgård, and, uh, and Julie Walters Julie again oh my shoehorned God. That, in. That is the worst part of this film. I, I take back whatever it was I said was worse before. <laughs> the fact that Stellan just gets like married to that woman on a whim. They don't get married. They, do they not? They they start
2: no, they, singing.
1: They, they oh no! Up. Out of nowhere, she starts singing "Take a Chance on Me." Yeah, because she suddenly. Is into him for no reason. But yeah, they hadn't no set, set it up, up. earlier that yeah, they, they could. They up.
0: were getting on or anything. Although and, I And did how like, easy? And I
1: how easy would it have been to just add two moments in the film where she kind of looks at him and goes, "Oh, you know, mm. you you did well with him mm. back in yeah, you know exactly. yeah. a couple of lines like that," and it would have felt.
2: Yeah, the only moment where it might be alluded to is again that bit where they're talking on the boat, Stellan and Colin, and she he says, "Oh, you and the little lady." and it's kind of implied that he's interested in her, but then yeah. right near the end, she's the one chasing him, and he's really not interested. Exactly. Yeah. So that yeah. makes no sense.
1: It's Oh, God, it, it just... But I did
0: What I liked about that last song, where she does take a chance on me, that felt like one of the only songs that really worked in terms of its content, because it's about an over-the-hill woman going, look, you've chased a lot of young women around, You've you've done all that now. It's time to give up on life and settle down. Mm. And just have me, because I'm all that's left.
1: It's fucking tragic. She's saying neither of us are going to be completely happy. Settle, and we'll paint it like a happy ending.
2: Combine the lyrics with the fact that she's hanging onto his ankles off the roof—that's the tragic bit, isn't it? <laughs> you know, well,
0: I like that. I like that. Actually, the song said something about the story. It kind of brings brought character to it. It's, it is. It can be a bit of a tragic story,
1: but it's not painted as a tragic story. That's what bothered me about it. It's meant to be a happy, upbeat ending. Mm. It's meant to be his happy ending because you couldn't leave any of the characters unhappy at the end. Mm.
0: That's been, I think it's supposed to be tragic.
1: Didn't Abba ever do a really gay song? Colin Firth could have sung at the end.
0: <laughs> Abba in gayness, I don't think,
2: but... <laughs> uh, Other than Dancing Queen, but couldn't
1: know. couldn't he have sung "Gimme, Gimme, Gimme a Man After Midnight" at the end? <laughs> that would be yeah, been yeah, that good. dancing been. in the water with his top yeah. up.
0: Yeah, come on, make it obvious
2: for us. <laughs> it is obvious.
1: It's not happy enough unless he gets his own song at the end.
2: He gets a 20-something. He's happy. He's. he's I,
1: happy. I, I've made a note here that this film was horribly shot. Uh, framing <laughs> of every single frame just slightly oh. wrong somehow. Uh, they make what is clearly a real location feel like a studio set.
0: I, 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 my, my note about that was like, what? What is the lighting about? Everything is backlit. Mm. It's like, oh, we've got to make this look like the sun is streaming in constantly. That's not what mm. sun looks like. It looks like you've got a light bulb behind your head. Yeah. What was the sh- what the fuck were they doing with this film?
1: And it's it's bizarre because it's a, it's a good location. It's a nice. You know, it could have been a really nice-looking film, and it just looks cheap and horrible. Yeah,
0: everything's bleached out. It's, everything's yeah, very it looks blue. Like it's on It looks like it's on a set. Yeah, that's exactly what it looks
1: yeah, like. Yeah, and it makes the whole thing feel very small, and it's just a shame, really. I've made a note... Ah, oh, here we are, yeah. For fuck's sake, do we really have to sit through the entirety of Super Trooper? I thought that was going to be a <laughs> brilliant thing, where they just kind of drop the chorus in at a shit karaoke thing just to tick it off so we can move mm. on, but... No, then we have to watch the entire song. Adds nothing to the film.
2: Yeah, there were just lots of meaningful looks, weren't there, happening. Yeah. Also, I've made a note on that as well, actually, which was, out a uh, if my mum did that, I'd be furious with her. Uh, so I don't know what this <laughs> kind of bond is that they have, because that's not a legitimate mother-daughter relationship at all.
1: Someone refers to a song as our song at some point, I'm assuming. Yes,
2: uh, Super Trooper. Yeah, oh, it's at right. the Hindu, and all the men are like, "Oh, it's our song." What? It's my song. Now, um, now yeah. that
1: that bothers me. So Super Trooper exists in this world, which means that Abba exists in this world. So this is a universe where people spontaneously burst into musical numbers written <laughs> by a recording act <laughs> from the seventies. So what happened in the fifties? Like, did did people burst into song then, or is this something that only started? in the 70s? At which point was it national news? Is everyone just used to it now, that people just start singing ABBA like, out of the blue? Like, what's going on?
2: Well, I think it's a little bit literal, the way you've done that. Um... <laughs>
0: Isn't that when they're perf- they're performing it like it's the old act that they used to do? Yeah,
2: that's the thing. It's meant to be one of their songs.
0: So that was an act that they used to do. And so they were. she was shagging them and they were like, oh, let's make this our song because you sing it all the time. And then two weeks later, she did the same thing with someone else because she fell in love so easily.
1: Um, let's see. I, I, right, I've made the note. So they, they have this wedding at the end uh, and then they walk down the aisle to Knowing Me Knowing You, which is the point where the film goes full partridge. Um, <laughs> it's impossible to.
2: Wait, do they walk cringe. down to knowing me, knowing you?
1: Yeah, it's it's like an instrumental, like
0: yeah, they are like they're local they're band they're just they're doing they're a shit sure version of it.
2: Yeah.
3: Aha!
1: And then. The film should have ended with Meryl Streep marrying all three of them and just having like a four-way relationship.
2: <laughs> but they didn't want to marry all three of them because Colin Firth's gay.
0: Yeah, but the gays love Meryl Streep.
1: <laughs> no, they yeah, Colin Firth's gay, so he's marrying Stellan Skarsgård and Pierce Brosnan and Meryl Streep. They're all they're having a four-way relationship.
2: That would work. <laughs> That's your sequel.
0: I did. I made a couple of other notes about the wedding. Um, I thought... Can you imagine turning up to your wedding and the cunt is stood there in a white suit and a shirt undone to his belly button? <laughs> you just turn around and walk on <laughs> Well, she does call it off,
1: doesn't she? So,
0: If we get to the ending, right, Pierce Brosnan suddenly decides he, he's in love with Meryl Streep's character and proposes to her. And I paused it and I wrote in my notes, <laughs> if she marries Pierce Brosnan, or the character, then this will be the ultimate insult of this film. If this film takes its characters all seriously, then she'll tell him. She'll sort of say, "Oh, get up, stop being stupid. Look, let's. If you want to go for a drink, let's go for a drink." But like, I'm a, I'm a fucking 55 year old woman. Stop being a dick. And then it, the I, and then it's kind of like he's the stupid romantic, and he's making this grand gesture. And she's like, "Oh, stop it. Let's. If you want to get to know each other again, let's do that." But do you know what actually happened? They insulted <laughs> my intelligence and everyone else who watched this film. Because she said yes, and then they got married. Actually, she said, I do, I do, I do, do. I do, I do. do. Who would would have guessed? But, I mean... Very, just offensive.
2: She's meant to feel that he's the one that got away. But also, I don't know if you heard it, but um, in the film, he says, I went home to get married, you know, that that time we hooked up, and then I had to leave because I was engaged. I called it off with that woman, and I came back for you, and you'd already gone. You know, he was in love with her enough then, that he meant to you know the idea is that he came back and then actually the kids that he has and the future that the life that she thought he had didn't happen the way she thought it was because it was actually the woman came after her the wife was only the second choice
0: Hmm. if that makes sense but he still had a couple of kids he's got a he's got a family that he's just deserted to Uh, go to Greece. well
2: no he's divorced at this point
0: yeah but his kids are definitely younger than 20
2: yes he can still be a good dad, even if they're not married. <laughs> I <don't> that.
0: <laughs> My parents are still married, and I'm a very well-adjusted person.
2: I mean, moving on. We I mean we haven't spoken about his singing yet. I mean, we've got to the end of the film, and we haven't even spoken about Pierce Brosnan's singing.
1: Well, I've made a note here. I, I'm kind of again. I'm, a, I'm annoyed Calvin isn't here for me to. I'm sorry. Say this, but <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, I would put money on Calvin having an MP3 of Pierce Brosnan singing SOS and listening <laughs> listening to it regularly, but not having any ABBA songs like the originals.
2: No, I think he's he's taken a screenshot of IMDb, but then deleted <clears throat> Mamma Mia from Pierce Brosnan's cast list. I, I think he's <laughs> I think he's taken it to that extent actually, and just erased it from his memory so as not to tarnish the James Bond image.
1: I bet he loves this. <laughs> yeah, I think he really loves it.
3: Whatever happened to our love, I wish I understood. It used to be so nice, it used to be so good. So when you're near me, darling, can't you hear me? Yes, yes.
2: Yeah, but you can't love that song. You can't like Pierce Brosnan singing. It's impossible. I bet he
1: does. I bet he does.
2: Well, you know him better than I do,
0: obviously. I've only got one note that we haven't sort of touched on. I kind of, it was a conclusion I came to at the end. I kind of worked out uh, what explains Donna, uh, Meryl Streep's character, what explains her and what she's what she's done. And it's that she's just totally fucking thick. <laughs> That's Go the on. only explanation. Well, she just makes really bad life choices and she never learns from them.
1: She doesn't come across like a smart
0: character. Yeah, but it, like I just wasn't giving it that credit. I was like, oh yeah, I get it now. She's just fucking thick as shit.
2: Well, what? hang on. Go, go through the decisions and tell me why they're bad.
1: Well, at the start, she's complaining about how she's stuck on some sordid little rock in the middle of the sea with no money because of her bad decisions. That's like her intro to her character, isn't it?
0: Yeah. She bought this hotel. <laughs> and then she was like she's like oh yeah we can have tourists here shall we make it look presentable and make the toilets work nah
2: <laughs> i think the idea is that she's trying but she's one person and she's struggling Do you know when
0: they they had that little scene when she's sort of introducing her friends and she's like oh if the toilet flush doesn't work just sort of give it half an hour and then try it again and they're like oh my god yeah um i i thought that we were going into waterloo I know.
2: So (laughs) I was thinking they could have, yeah, really gone into it.
0: (laughs) Oh God! (laughs) Oh Christ! But this was this is a film aimed at women, and it's it feels like it's written by El James, right? Well,
1: I, I was gonna s I was gonna say chimps at a typewriter, but I think yours was more damning.
0: <laughs> and I came to the conclusion that this film in the same way that say like Transformers, for example, is made for men, but it's made for dickhead men. Um And that doesn't mean that everyone that doesn't mean that everyone who likes it are dickheads, like sometimes it is just like, oh I'm just gonna let myself go and enjoy this more base pleasure. And I think that's the same for this, and obviously I'm yeah. this is like this film is made for dickhead women and but you know other women can enjoy it in the sense of like oh this is kind of a liberating experience because i don't usually get to see this sort of thing on film and it's kind of silly and i enjoy it yeah. in a cheesy way
2: it definitely right? has no higher purpose yeah i was thinking about this earlier it's i think cheesy's the word it's harmless feel good inconsequential entertainment Crap. It's yeah, it's it, it's a nice standard I'll watch it and end up not feeling terrible, but is it a good quality of film or a good quality of story? No.
1: What would you guys give it out of 10 then?
2: 6. And
0: you're the you're the defender of the world. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I am. Uh my rating is 2. Oh, fuck Ooh. off. Uh, do you know what? It would have been 3. I might have even gone to a 4, but then they got married at the end, I give it. <laughs>
2: I, but hang if on. She'd have said the no, camera, I would have given it a 3. Oh, you didn't least. even like the cinematography, did you? I mean, I think it deserves more than a 2. I think you're being being ridiculous.
0: No, there's not there's nothing about this I liked and it was insulting to my
1: intelligence. I I kind of agree with Alan there. I I found this film utterly infuriating. I hated it. <laughs> but I give it a 5 because I can kind of respect that it did what it was trying to do That's, to a certain yeah. standard.
2: That's why I gave it the 6 for the same reason. Yeah. Well. Mm.
1: So it's a 5 from me but I, I kind of share your sentiments, <laughs> Alan. I, I hated it. Uh, I hated it so much, I immediately chose a musical, a proper musical, uh, for my next choice of episode oh, that we're yeah. going to do in rotation. So look forward to us doing a, a real musical in a few months. Uh, a good one. Well, I, I've done a, a music quiz, so All should right. we do that? <laughs> yeah, yes. let's do that. So this film is full of Actors who can't do music trying to do music. So what I've got here, uh, this this was a, an Alan idea, to give him some credit. Oh. What I've got oh. here is a whole load of music by actors, mostly embarrassing. And I want you guys to guess or figure out or identify. Tell me what each actor is for a point. Do you mean
0: who it each who? actor is? Do you yeah. use proper English? So is the, are this... So this isn't from films where they do musicals. It's like they've released an album.
1: Yeah. Oh, okay.
0: No. So yeah. they like this is a genuine attempt to move into singing.
1: Predominantly, I'm not sure if they're all massively genuine. It's difficult to tell sometimes. But <laughs> I, yeah, I think most of them are. But well, they've
0: got the money to do it, so fuck it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. <laughs> actors. Okay. Well, mm, actually, that's not entirely true. All, almost all of them are, are predominantly known as actors. There are one or two where it's kind of debatable will come to them.
0: Some are more successful than
1: others, I suppose. Okay. How should we do this? Do you want to buzz in if you think you've got it? Or do you want to just hear the entire clip and then...
0: Uh, let's shout in and make it a bit competitive. All right.
1: Let's, uh, let's do this.
0: Oh, I know this one. I've got it before he even sings. I know it. <laughs> yes. It's it. Uh, William Shatner. I knew
2: that one as well. <laughs> it
0: is. It that is. one's on my playlist. That's on it my is. regular... Roundabout.
1: <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, that, that is, of course, uh, William Shatner doing... It's a cover of Common, Common People, People. By Pulp. Shatner is one of the most infamous uh, actors trying to do music for his bizarre <laughs> spoken word
0: <laughs> bullshit. Um, but some of them are absolutely glorious. <laughs> like that. That's, that's quite a good one. Go on, let's hear it then. The thirst for knowledge. She studied sculpture at St. Martin's College. That's where I... Eye. She told me that her dad was loaded.
3: I said, In that case, I'll have a rum and Coca Cola. She said, Fine.
0: And <laughs> in 30
3: seconds, of time, she Keeping said, the I want to live like common people. I want to do whatever common people do.
0: I want to sleep with common people. I want to sleep with common people like you. Well, what else could I do? I said, I'll see what I can do. That song does suit a sort of spoken word style, though.
1: Okay, next
0: one. I know the song.
2: I know this one as well. You keep saying, you got
3: something for me.
2: Oh my god, it sounds like Adam Sandler and Mike Myers. Sol, is it you? You've
3: been messing with me, I've been messing. And now someone else is getting all your best. These boots made for walking, and that's just... <laughs>
2: oh <my laughs> God. Um, Is it from... Oh, yeah. No, it's not from anything
1: There was a song I could have chosen on the album that you would definitely get if I had chosen it mm. but I went with this one because I found it funnier <laughs>
0: <laughs> Well, it's a very... Del- Is he supposed to sound like he's crying? Is that deliberate?
1: <laughs> I mean, he's... Yeah, I don't really know what he's doing but that... That kind of sums up his career, to be honest. So it sounded
0: like Emo Phillips, but I don't. He's famous enough to. But it, it sounds
2: like it's from an acted scene. That doesn't sound like that should be released as a song album.
0: Well, it, it was. <laughs> that was the one where they went. That's the one. We're having uh, that. Uh, shall I? Shall I tell
1: you the name of the album? See if that'll help.
0: Okay. Yeah. Okay.
1: The album was called "The Big Problem." Question mark. The solution. Full stop. The solution equals let it be.
0: Is it oh. Shayla Buff?
1: <laughs> no but um, you're in the <laughs> right ballpark. Is, is that sort of like probably considers themselves to be like a visual artist rather than an actor.
0: Jared Leto? No, no,
1: I got, mean, he is a singer. It's Crispin Glover.
0: Oh, oh no. Oh. Yeah. And I, yes. I could have gone with
1: Clowny Clown Clown which
0: I think yeah, would have gone Clowny Clown Clown. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what a weird, 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 weird <laughs> what, what a strange <laughs> man. <laughs>
1: Okay, next one. This is not good.
3: Overwear. Don't
2: ask for nothing. Go on for Junior to the ground. So auto tuned. up. That sound. Falling down.
3: Falling
0: down. That's no, a it, woman, right? That oh, is a woman.
2: That sounds like John Lennon and Ben Folds.
0: Is it, um,.
2: Scarlett Johansson?
1: It is Scarlett Johansson, yes. That was Falling Down, a cover of the Tom Waits song, Falling Down, from her album Anywhere I Lay My Head, made up entirely of Tom Waits covers. Uh, Tom Waits songs being (laughs) butchered. I'll give you an extra point if you can name the male vocalist doing backup vocals there. Ben Folds.
2: If it's Ben Folds, I claim that because I totally love that.
0: (laughs) No. Billy Bob Thornton. No, it's it's
1: someone you should have known better, but was presumably just kind of... In it for the money. Doing her a favour.
2: Another actor or a a musician? Uh,
1: A bit of both.
2: More a musician. Justin
0: Timberlake.
1: No. Uh, It's David Bowie. Who they presumably, oh they presumably met on the set of The Prestige? I'm gonna guess, but uh, okay. Yeah,
0: I, I to be honest, I only got that one because I know she's done a couple of albums that are famously shit. I wouldn't, <laughs> I didn't really recognise the
2: voice. Yeah. No, I well, she's not. Didn't. She's
1: just not much of a singer. Uh, right, this guy next.
2: It's a guy, Alan. <laughs>
3: This is just a drover's life, this is all I know. Ooh, 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 I'll be. Head them up and move them out, always on the run.
2: This is alright.
3: Make a few more miles before the setting sun.
2: sounds like an advert for something but i i'd listen to that <laughs> on a 60s album
0: Yeah, it says, sounds like an advert for canned meat <laughs> 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 with a cowboy on the can
2: yeah that sound that
0: sounds to me like it's sort of emulating 1950s sort of western mm. kind of music but it was actually done much later and it's someone who like grew up on that music and was like oh i'm gonna do a covers of yeah. western music That's what it said to me. It sounded more modern. It
2: wasn't quite Western. To me, it was more 60s, but yeah. I
1: I don't know enough about the production to tell you when it was made, but my my guess would be it's more authentic than not. Oh,
0: really? It's it's sort of an older person. Mm. Can you give us a clue? Uh,
1: I mean, the Western vibe's a big clue. Clint Eastwood. (laughs) It's Clint Eastwood. (laughs) No. (laughs) (laughs) Damn.
3: That must oh, have like been a cash that.
0: in at the time, then, yeah, probably, because yeah. he sounds young there. He didn't sound yeah. like, didn't mm. sound like Clint Eastwood, to be honest. No.
1: Mm. Right, this next one is one I only included because I was going to make fun of Calvin for <laughs> enjoying it. <Yeah>. So it's uh, <laughs> more a comment on his taste in music. <laughs>
2: Just sounds like Danny Minogue to me. I, yeah,
0: it sounds like every sort of girl band for the last thirty years. I'd say it was this person
1: embarrassing themselves, but it's probably the best thing they've ever done, to be honest. So.
2: <laughs> it had a hint yeah. of the Natalie Imbruglia about it. Yeah, yeah, she can. She's actually she's singer. actually a singer. I mean,
1: this is this is one of the people where it's perhaps questionable to call them an actor. Uh, they've done <laughs> acting, but I don't know if it's what they're primarily known for.
0: What are they primarily known for?
1: I mean, that would give it away completely and utterly. Okay.
0: <laughs> so, something
1: very specific that they did. Yeah. Uh,
0: what the, the that girl, uh, Paris Hilton.
1: Paris Hilton, exactly. Damn! Yes, it is Paris Hilton. Well done. Yes. What, a guess.
0: what a guess. What would you have said if I said, what is her main thing?
1: Being an it girl. Or a sex tape. In they
3: came in their homes.
0: This sounds like Christopher. Orson Lee. Wells. <laughs> I said it sounds like Christopher Lee. Yes.
2: Was it? it, is, <laughs> it I
0: actually recognised the voice when I was the first yes, one. It's, uh,
1: that was Saruman Lee singing from his album, his concept album, Charlemagne by the Sword and the Cross.
3: <laughs> oh my. <laughs> um,
1: yeah. Well, well. Is it that... any good?
0: No. Nope. Does it tell a good story? <laughs> <laughs> It's better than
1: a lot of the stuff I'm playing. long clip there because I I, was... I enjoy that one.
0: <laughs> it's, I mean, it was it's extremely baffling. auto-tuned. It was. <laughs> I mean, it was. It sounded suspiciously like an obscure it's... electric six track. Oh <laughs> uh, no, I, I'm afraid you are
1: barking up the wrong tree. With that, but, uh, it's very. It is one of the most obscure people on here. I, I've included it because I I stumbled upon this a while ago and I love it.
0: It didn't particularly sound like he was attempting to sing. It was more like he'd he'd spoken something and they'd just tried to auto tune it. Like maybe yeah. he didn't even get in the studio, maybe they just found a clip of him doing some words. He did
1: a music video for it. this where he where he plays UF. <laughs> and it's amazing.
0: <laughs> Is it Stan Lee? No. <laughs>
1: No, I doubt you're going to get this. It's uh, Leslie David Baker, better known as Stanley in the Office, the American. Wait a minute! Sitcom. I said Stanley. <laughs> Stan Come <Lee>. on, <laughs> give me,
2: give me some. <laughs> yeah. That was pretty <laughs> coincidental.
1: Is this song "To Be Simple" written with a number two, <laughs> featuring N U M? Oh dear. Uh, and honestly, I-, I-, I cannot recommend going and watching that music video enough because it is, <laughs> it is phenomenal. I, it has to be a joke. Like, it, it can't have been a legitimate attempt at a music career. It, it has to be. <laughs> East and West stare each other down.
3: Opposing sides of a divided town. Like soldiers frozen in the coldest war. They've forgotten what they're fighting for i keep to my side and see the moon watching over you and me when you dream do you still keep up the fight deaf to my
0: footsteps in the middle of the night Three thousand. Three thousand. i mean i can have a guess at this one i've got a, i've got an idea in the dark.
3: Three
1: uh, Val Kilmer. Ooh, no, but uh, you're in the
2: right sort of ballpark. I was going to say like a '90s Channing Tatum. So
1: '90s again.
0: <laughs> that is Val Kilmer. <laughs> <laughs> but I know, I just I know Val Kilmer made a kind of an album of very earnest sort of rock ballads. The, this song, honestly, like
1: it could be a David Brent song. If you listen to the lyrics, <laughs> East and West stare each other down, opposing sides of a divided town.
0: Oh, is it David Hasselhoff?
1: Oh, no, you were so close. I thought you were going to get it.
2: Oh, it David something.
1: <laughs> David. 90s David. A 90s David. The most 90s David you could think of, I think.
0: David Beckham? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> no. <laughs> no. David Arquette.
1: No, no. <laughs> David Duchovny. Oh,
0: oh, that does make sense,
2: actually. Oh, yeah. who's that? Etta Mulder
1: <laughs> from The X Files.
0: Should have said David Schwimmer.
2: Yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, he's probably the most 90s David, actually.
2: Yeah. <laughs> I'd love to hear his work, his songs. Yeah, <laughs> I so that'd would that'd I. Be brilliant.
0: Oh, I know it, I know it, I know it, I know it. (laughs) My girl likes to party all the time, party all the time, party
2: all the time. It's party all the time. It's Eddie Murphy. It is (laughs) Eddie Murphy. (laughs) I only know that because my friend sings that song all the fucking time and it does my head in. I never. Is is that. I want to say. Oh, I don't know where it's from. Other than if he released an album.
1: He did. He released an album. How could it album. be? I think he released a few albums, but that was his... Uh... Eddie
0: Murphy's a solid singer. Like, he, he sings, yeah. And he's got yeah. the charisma to do it as well. But...
1: I, I legitimately like that song. Do you know who wrote it?
0: Michael Jackson. No. Prince.
1: No. Go a few he's... tears down.
0: <laughs> uh, Quincy Jones. Rick James. <laughs> oh, of course. <laughs> that one.
1: I'm going to give Judy that point, because she said it before you did. <laughs>
2: <laughs> you just feel bad for me, thank you, Saul. <laughs>
0: <laughs> right He did a song with Michael Jackson called What's Up With You? Eddie Murphy Yeah, oh. there's a video of them
1: singing together <laughs> He did a song called Shrek and the Swamp Karaoke Party
2: <laughs> Yes <laughs> Which I right. probably have
3: If William Shatner can, I can too <laughs> Captain Kirk's gotta sing the blues just another celebrity with nothing to lose
2: Singing for my supper with my hat in my hand While oh, I'm Hollywood's answer to a
3: renaissance
2: man Is it the... Russell Crowe um, was on the Leno show Singing some song it, that nobody knows The guy who sings the homonyms thing now, from he's got a guitar. Biff from Thomas F. Will. There. there you go, <laughs> that's No, it's like too
0: that. nice, it's too yeah. smooth a voice Thomas F. Will. Biff from... Biff.
1: <laughs> <laughs> that's a really good guess but uh, no,
0: it's not. Yeah, it does sound a bit like him. It's like a self-aware yeah. comedy It's self-aware, song, I
3: mean. yeah.
0: And he's sort of deliberately comedic, taking the piss. Is he a comedy actor? Um, or is this kind of going against There's
1: him? certainly a comedy role that has uh, defined his career to a point.
0: So he's sort of particularly known for one character then? I
1: think he was for a while. I mean, maybe not, but he certainly was to me. Uh, I think now he's a bit older, he seems to have... Become more of a legitimized act. Oh, I don't know, you're not gonna get it. It's Jeff Daniels.
2: Oh, Ooh. I no, like Jeff. I've heard of him, that's fine. <laughs> 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 I stood a chance. Okay. He's got a lovely voice.
0: Yeah, it was a very yeah, generic voice, though. That yeah. makes sense that it's yeah. Jeff Daniels. Charlton Heston movies are no longer in demand, and his immortal
3: soul may lay forever in the sand. The angels wouldn't take
0: him up to heaven like he planned Cause they couldn't pry that gun from his cold, dead hand
2: I feel like I know this one.
0: I don't. takes a cold, dead hand to decide to pull the trigger Takes a cold, dead heart and as near as I can figure With your cold, dead aim you're trying to prove your dick is bigger But we know
1: May not be low. Did you get as worried about what he was going to rhyme with trigger? <laughs> <laughs> yes,
0: I was thinking exactly that. <laughs> uh, it's lovely. Um, I-, I
2: like the 60s sounding ones.
0: That sounded very sort of self-conscious, like not someone who's trying to be serious about singing. Yeah, yeah I mean, it,
1: what, what you were saying earlier about the Clint Eastwood one sounding like kind of a throwback yeah. to that thing. That's what yeah, this
0: is. Yeah. <laughs> mm. Um, it didn't sound like him at all, but I'm just going to throw this out as a guess. Tim Robbins?
1: No. But it, the person is kind of doing a bit of a voice, so... Well, I'll, I'll tell you. Uh, weirdly, I have paired this up with Jeff Daniels, but that was a subconscious thing. I didn't mean to do that on purpose. <laughs> Jim Carrey. Jim Kerry, yeah. <gasps> no! Yeah, from his album called oh. Dead Hand.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I have to look that up, because he has a lovely voice.
1: <laughs> He's done quite a lot of music here and there. He did a cover of I'm the Walrus. I think that was his first foray into it. And mm. yeah. Oh and of course in Cable Guy you can see him performing uh Somebody <laughs> to Love by Jefferson Airplane. Um right, this one I I think you'll probably get this one, but I don't know. Let's see.
0: I've got a guess already. Yeah.
2: He's not even sung
0: I know, but uh, that's okay. just
2: harmonica.
0: Yep. Yeah. <laughs> Christ. Oh, maybe not then. I don't know.
1: Who are you gonna get?
0: I was gonna say Bruce Willis. And what put you off saying Bruce Willis? I didn't know he played a harmonica. <laughs> yeah. well, it is, is
3: it Bruce, Bruce Willis. Willis? It is Bruce Willis. How did you get that from one, two, three, four,
0: well again bruce willis is one of those people who famously has got some shit albums out under the name of bruno i believe yeah
1: yeah yeah Th- this song is called jackpot brackets bruno's bop
0: but they are oh, this man. kind of yeah like jazz infused shit <laughs> songs it's just the style like,
1: yeah he loves playing the harmonica that's like yeah. a big part oh, i didn't, of know, it. That. Specifically, well, I I didn't know that i didn't know that. right now I-, I actually quite like this next song but um, okay. it wasn't a plan. Electric sex! Well Electric sex! <laughs> <laughs>
3: Remember I'm you about us Back when
0: we was together, I
2: had a party, you was over, we was chilling, whatever. You spent some bottles and you told me that you never say never ran. I knew forever then, I was your brother and That's I began to call you, I
0: was handling my post. I know some others tried to ball you, you was feeling me most. Conversation for you, you was dead they close. Sophisticated approach, the way you greeted my toes. With
2: count to three, you said, come on. Round the trees and head for home. Stay off, Mr. Johnson's lawn I call you when my
3: dad is gone. Count the three, you said you're grown. Click your heels and hurry down. Stay off, Mr. Johnson's lawn
0: I call you when my dad is gone. Come on. Quite oh, like that as well. Actually, I don't. Well, I didn't. I don't know who. It was.
1: Yeah, it's 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 far more like someone making real music as opposed to oh, I'm just going to make this really generic showcase of my voice, which is what most of these things tend to be.
0: Uh, I don't know. You have to give me a clue or something.
1: He was briefly in the Marvel Cinematic Universe.
0: Uh, Don Cheadle? <laughs>
1: no. Uh, <laughs> no, it's uh, Terence Howard. So you were very close.
0: Oh damn it! That's so close.
1: <laughs> Terence Howard from his album Shine Through. Oh, actually,
0: yeah, Don Cheadle replaced Terence Howard, didn't he? Yeah, yeah. I thought I was thinking the other way around. I was yeah, I was thinking of the guy who was briefly into, and was replaced. Yeah, I just mixed him up. All of the sands,
3: the mountains outlast the summer. A follow gave us a number, our very own. And if you think that. A simple solution is
0: retribution. <laughs> please. <laughs> that that sounded extremely sincere, and that yes. made it all the more embarrassing.
1: Yeah. <laughs> it's the worst. Um, it's the worst type of actor trying to do an album. It really is. It's just like he's got quite a good voice, but it's just too bland and sincere. And um,
0: no, can you give us a clue? The clue
1: is. I've subconsciously done what I did with Jeff Daniels and Jim Carrey next to each other.
0: <laughs> okay, who was the last one? Is it, is it Don Cheadle? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> What's his face? No, uh.
2: Terrence Stamp or whatever he's called. Terence Howard. Terrence
0: Howard. Oh, Jeff Bridges. Nope. Oh, hang on. I am Oh, uh, uh, oh it's, um, John Favreau. Nope. <laughs> that you, would have been. You prison. guys you're trying <laughs> okay. too hard. You're thinking Where too much. Oh, it's uh, Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> yes. <laughs> All right. Oh. Okay. <laughs> it
1: is. It's Robert Downey Jr. singing Little Clowns with a Z uh, from The Futurists. Yeah, you
0: can tell it was him actually. Yeah. With a Z. Oh, dear
1: Right. This next one, I think you should be able to get purely from the voice. Uh it's okay, it's, good. it's a joyous thing this. Okay. <laughs>
3: <laughs> I know that old policeman. He's always Uh-oh. on our street. Oh shit! A I fat know and this one. red-faced man.
2: He really is a treat. He's too kind for a policeman. He's never known to frown. They say he is the happiest man in all of London town. Oh. <laughs> oh! I got it from the laugh more than anything else, but I don't know the name. Uh. I hate that song anyway
0: how far back are we going here is this 1960s
2: no that's the original this is not the original this is a cover this is
0: a recent cover of it that
1: originally was recorded in like 1921 or something it's an old song oh yeah that's a it's a much more recent recording I, I don't know when it's from 80s 90s 90s last few years I don't know he's a great actor he's one of my favourites and I don't know at what
0: level He's pitching his albums to be honest uh, I don't know. Malcolm McDowell uh, No but... <laughs> The
2: guy <laughs> I feel like I've heard him speaking And he taught, he's, he's, does something with a lisp a yeah. Like a Mad Hatter kind of character He, he uh, does talk
1: in a very particular way Although I think he was oh. putting on a sort of Half British accent for that song weirdly
0: Oh he's not British then I've, No he's I not was... Oh right I was thinking British
2: oh, yeah. I know the laugh It's going to really annoy me
1: It's John Lithgow.
0: (laughs) No, yeah, I I definitely recognise the voice now.
3: Yeah.
2: yeah. Someone sounds like Bowie. (laughs)
0: This is a very sort of Black Sabbath reaction. Oh, a former child actor which means it's probably Corey Feldman I'm so impressed
1: I'm, yes. I'm amazed you were able to make out what he was saying for a start yeah that that is the song Former Child Actor by Corey Feldman uh, from his album Former Child Actor which is, uh, thinks it's being cleverer than it is I think is uh, it's not great okay this next one you should definitely be able to get
3: Walked into an elevator (laughs) And you walked into a wall (laughs) You said you wanted to be with me I never dreamed I'd have it all But something changed that day inside me and I believe it changed inside you too <laughs> Yeah, Angelina Can you feel it? Watch the angels as they're dancing up above Angelina
0: Well, I've definitely got a guess, anyway, so <laughs> I'm not sure <laughs> be magic um, and the mystery of love it's hard to tell if that's overly earnest or a joke. Yeah. I know it's very difficult <laughs> but, um, to tell, isn't it? it uh, is it Billy Bob Thornton?
1: It is Billy Bob Thornton <laughs> with his song Angelina. That's
0: <laughs> That's well. That's what, like I said, I know Billy Bob Thornton's done a lot of albums, he, he sings a lot, but yeah, the Angelina gave it away, I'm afraid. <laughs>
1: yeah. Well, yeah, that that was of course from uh, when they were together, so as you say, it's, it's very difficult to tell at what level it's being pitched. Yeah. Um, I, I've, I've got another, like, l- like I had to split this in half. We'll do part two on another episode, because there's so many <laughs> there's of these. There's so oh many. My God. <laughs> but, yeah, right, here we go. Let's go on a
3: moonlight wheel, far away from... Our lips and our arms close within each other's reach will be
0: on a moonlight swim That's ringing bells, not for the song, but the voice. Does it actually sound like him? I'm...
1: Yeah, it does. I'm not entirely sure if this guy was an actor then a singer or a singer then an actor. Uh, they might be a singer first. I mean, I'll give you a massive clue. I, I only really put this in because uh, I thought...
0: Calvin would appreciate it. Hang on, if it's Calvin... None of the Bonds were singers before they became (laughs) actors.
1: Before before Mamma Mia.
0: Kelsey Grammar?
1: (laughs) No, no. I might be wrong. Oh, good. (laughs) Never happened before. (laughs) I think this guy might have been a musician first, and I think he might have been cast almost to kind of play off of his image as a very clean-cut, nice... The The nice
0: guy. Anthony Perkins?
1: Yes. (laughs) As Tony Perkins. I
2: was going along the right line.
3: And so it must be, and so it is written On the doorway (laughs) to paradise That those who falter and those who fall Must pay the price
1: Absolutely awful.
2: <laughs> I mean, it's earnest, but he hit the note. <laughs>
1: <sighs> Just about, and sh- this guy doing earnest show tunes—it is—it is it, it, it's, uh, shameful. <laughs> this guy is not a—he's uh, not a big actor. Uh, he's done a lot of British comedy.
0: Oh, really? He's British then.
1: He's—he's he's one of the two where it's questionable if he's even <laughs> an actor because he's probably more known for um, not acting. Uh just, just a little hint here. The album this is from is called A Different
0: Stage. Nah, I don't know.
1: It's it's Jason Manford.
0: Oh wow.
1: Really? Oh it's just, oh it's it's so it's
0: so cringy. It's horrible. But it is it's that level of where someone who's not a singer and you hear them and you go, Oh, you know what, you can really sing, but then that doesn't mean put an album out. <laughs> yeah. there's, there's another level where you become top professional.
1: To wash the bad taste out of uh, our mouths, let's let's have a great song to end on here. This you might get this. You should be able to get this.
2: Japanese bond?
3: <laughs> <laughs> I mean,
0: the obvious guess is Jackie Chan. <laughs>
2: it is Jackie Chan. Are you kidding? He's- <laughs> I gave you that one with Japanese Bond. It was like I planted a seed, <laughs> a very racially wrong... He's a
1: huge recording artist in China, Jackie Chan. He's, he's like, really well-established. He's got loads of music out. Disney get him to do all their... You know, they do, like, the the Boyzone version of, like, the song over the end credits from <laughs> oh, yeah. Beauty and the Beast or whatever. Well, in China, they tend to get Jackie Chan to do it. He definitely did Let's Get Down to Business. <laughs> and uh, I think he did A Whole New World.
2: Oh, my. Yeah. I have to find anyway. these. <clears throat>
1: I don't know what the lyrics are about. They might be horrendous. (laughs) (laughs) Every now and then he says, My little girl in English. So, I I mean, I I don't know. Well, you you got, you got, um, I think you got nine of those, ten. You got about half of them between (laughs) you.
2: Alan. uh, (laughs) I had a lovely listening experience.
1: It can be done a lot better than Mamma Mia. It can be done a lot worse than Mamma
2: Mia. (laughs)
0: Yeah. Well, moral of the story. what about uh, sequel ideas then? Because obviously the Mamma Mia sequel is coming out. Mm. Mamma Mia, Here We Go Again. Ooh, that's one of their
2: songs. Oh, that makes sense now.
0: So, Do either of you know anything about it? I haven't watched the trailer or anything.
2: Uh, I saw it ages ago without the sound on, so no.
0: Right, I'm I'm, I'm loading it up. I'm watching it. I'm just going to watch it. Uh, <laughs> Pierce Brosnan looks considerably older.
1: This is just footage from the first
0: film, isn't it? Hang on, it? Now, there's a different... That looks like a different girl. She's pregnant. Ooh, Dominic Cooper looks a lot older. Are we watching the
1: same trailer? Maybe not. Some guy on a motorbike. It's raining. I bet he's called Fernando.
2: Raining mm. in Greece?
0: Oh, it's a prequel! What? Oh, that's... alright. I, I get it. About... Oh, yeah, that, that woman I said I didn't recognise it is a young Meryl Streep, yeah. So, that must so, be a young star Scarsgard.
1: So this yeah. film about the events leading up to the first one is this... called Here We Go Again.
2: So the prequel is basically... We see a blonde woman have sex with three men within two months.
1: Oh yeah, <laughs> I mean, what songs are left? Some some woman in weird clothes has just—is that Lady Gaga? What the fuck?
2: Oh yeah, I think I saw that in the yeah, like as a cameo. Okay.
1: Oh no, no, it's Cher. I think it was Cher. She took her sunglasses <laughs> down. Lady <laughs> Gaga's
0: playing a young Cher. Is that Lady Gaga or is it Cher? <laughs> what? That should what? not be <laughs> a question. <laughs> Sixty years between them. <laughs> um. So. What songs are left?
1: Loads. Fernando, Waterloo, uh what
2: else? Eagle, Move On, One Man, One Woman. What can you
0: We don't know them. You'll have to sing the chorus to.
2: I know, so. these are all the ones that I like that are off the beaten track. Uh Name of the Game. You know, Queen, you know Queen
1: had like Queen Greatest Hits 1 and 2 and then they released Queen's Greatest Hits 3. And it's like <laughs> what are you doing? There's nothing on it.
2: ABBA have got Gold and then More Gold and they've taken half the songs from one and half the songs from the other and they're the most well-known ones and then they've kind of Split them up with a few of the not so well, well hey, no guys, ones Well, Guys
0: guys guys Andy Garcia's character is named Fernando
2: No <laughs> No <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> Why must you prove him right I mean come along now uh, <laughs> Of course <laughs> How oh, are they Going to shoehorn God. in Waterloo They can't have another broken toilet
1: I think they're going to go to uh, Waterloo in the flashback
2: I think move on is definitely going to be in there because that's like a that's a concept (laughs) moving on is a concept
1: well that's going to be when she when the guy leaves her and she has to go find the second guy she sits like a friend sings move on to her and that's probably actually what's going to happen (laughs) yeah (laughs) yeah
2: Uh, thank you for the music was that done at the, as the credits last time yeah it was over
1: oh, the end yeah. credits but they didn't do it pro- so they'll probably do it properly in this
0: uh, one okay guys I've, I've looked it up I've got a list here the following ABBA songs have been confirmed to appear in the film by Benny Anderson who I'm assuming is one of the bees in ABBA uh, when I kissed the teacher
2: I was about to say that one that's a good one
0: is one of them a teacher
1: I think they will be now that'll be, that'll be the introduction to the flashback it'll be oh he was a teacher even though he didn't mention that uh, when I kiss the teacher and then it'll kind of, you know, everything will go wavy and it'll go into flashback
2: You nearly got the tune there, it was quite impressive <laughs> <laughs> It's a little bit worrying
0: Oh god Oh that's, uh, oh. it says it's sung by Donna and the Dynamos
2: Ah uh, okay, so it's just here's a performance number
0: Okay, Waterloo <laughs> sung, sung by young Harry and young Donna
1: They'll be. I bet you they're in. They're either going to be in Waterloo or they're going to be talking about going
0: to, to. Where? Let. Where can we go traveling? Well oh, no no no! <laughs> yeah. He said
2: he met her when he was studying in Paris. So if they're in France or. Mm. Uh, next one is Dancing Queen. What?
0: Oh, it'll be a reprise. It seems to be sung by all the main cast. Uh, uh, the... uh, Mamma Mia. Again. Uh, just gonna yeah. be Thank you for the music. Mm. Apparently he's in there. Uh, Angel Eyes
2: Oh, that's a shit song
0: uh, I Have a Dream uh, Kisses of Fire
2: That's another good one
0: Kisses of Fire Who Who's going to sing that then?
2: Dominic and uh, Amanda The uh, the lyrics are Kisses of Fire, Burning Burning I'm at the point of no returning
1: I think it's going to be Meryl Streep when she was younger they're going to mirror Dominic oh, yeah, and, and uh, yeah. What's Her Name mm. when they did their
0: one Yeah, yeah.
2: it'll be The, the Romance the whirlwind
0: yeah okay I've got Fernando (laughs) uh, sung by Fernando and Ruby uh, and Ruby is the character that's played by Cher okay (laughs) my love my life
2: I don't know that one
0: I know Uh, happy Hawaii oh dear (laughs) Um,
1: do you think they go to Hawaii or they discuss going to they'll actually go to Waterloo but they'll discuss going to Hawaii
0: (laughs) Uh, Andante, on On
2: I don't know these. They are scraping the barrel.
1: <laughs> this is I, I thought ABBA had more songs that they hadn't used, but Jesus, this is
2: Well they've um, got and... loads that they haven't used, but I don't know why they've gone straight to these.
0: I've been waiting for you. No, that's obvious, wasn't it? No.
2: What do you mean? I don't know it.
0: I've been waiting for you since I don't know when. Do do how do I know that one? If that, how do I know that? You're episode? making
2: it up. That's not the song. That's a song. That's a fucking other song. No, that's Mamma Mia. Oh, I've right. been cheated by you. I know it because we sing it as going That's a line,
0: though, isn't it? I've been waiting for you since no, I don't know when. That's a line.
2: I've been cheated by you since I don't know when.
0: The next one is "Knowing Me, Knowing You." Okay,
1: remember when Alan Partridge did the ABBA medley? try not to it was I mean it was sung better than
0: well (laughs) knowing me knowing you is apparently Pierce
1: Brosnan's song no I I, I was expecting him to do that in the first
0: one it will
2: be Alan Partridge-esque if he's singing it
0: yeah (laughs) because it's going to be like well, what do you think about this? Well, knowing me and knowing you. <laughs> <laughs> no, he'll
2: go for like a really hearty uh huh, and it will sound uh-huh. shit. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh huh.
0: Yeah. The name of the game.
2: Yes. Yeah, see. So go. that's
0: when they're about to play a game, and like, oh, what's Yeah, they'll be they'll be about to play,
1: <laughs> um, Bulls. Monopoly. One of them is going to be teaching the other one how to play chess.
2: Mm. Then he kisses the teacher. I get it. Uh, Super uh. Trooper. Again. Oh,
0: God, again. Then, um, the whole one thing of again. Us.
2: One of Us! That's a good song. That's one of my top five.
1: One of Us? Yeah.
2: One of Us what is, is c- not from Lion what King 2. Uh, one of Us uh. is Crying uh, is one of the lyrics. Oh, what is it? Oh, crap. I can't remember. That's a good one. You should look that up.
0: Well, <laughs> who, who's going to sing it then? Who's, uh, what's the scene?
2: Something about taking chances. <laughs>
0: Take a chance on me. They
1: Do they repeat a lot of rhymes? Yes. Abba? <laughs> yeah. ABBA's got new music coming out. Is any of that in this?
2: What? New music? Aren't half of them dead? No,
0: they're writing a new album.
2: Oh, yeah, they're getting back together or something, aren't they?
1: I kind of assumed that was going to tie in with this film, but maybe not.
0: I mean, the other ones are Hole in Your Soul.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: Hasta mañana. Don't know it. And
2: S.O.S. Again? When the-
1: Calling out oh no. an SOS.
2: <laughs> I need to sing it about Pierce Brosnan this time.
0: Well, there's that's 20 songs, so it's obviously not going to be all um. big numbers, but they're the ones that are getting used in some way or other, I suppose.
1: But, I mean, that is... Hefty. That is a weak playlist. Like, they are... T- <laughs>
0: oh, wait, 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 wait. This is Cher plays Ruby Sheridan, Donna's mother. Ah.
1: Donna Summer. <laughs> he
0: plays Donna Summer. Uh, and Omid Jalili as Greek customs officer, <laughs> because he can play anything, <laughs> anything Mediterranean or Mediterranean east, Mediterranean. east of Turkey. <laughs> <Jesus>. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he's so oh god! I can't. He's still not getting like
1: characters with names, poor man. <laughs>
0: anyway, I was thinking, right, for sequel-wise, uh, not sequel-wise, but our take on it. Just um, pick a new band. Pick a new band, yeah. Do our own. Let's come up with our own idea.
1: Oh, Electric Six.
0: Well, you obviously know Electric Six, <laughs> but we don't Happy know what songs, so I don't know if it'll really help us. Well,
1: who's a, who's a big, well-known band that hasn't already done this? Because they've all got one. The Beatles have got one. Queen have got one. Meatloaf has bloody got one. Spice Girls. Is there not one for the Spice Girls yet? Because that seems like it would just be a money printing press.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I, I say uh, go away from the big bands and do something a bit smaller. I say get the Lighthouse family in. Yeah,
1: Electric Six. <laughs> the, there, is, uh, there is a... Viva Forever was a jukebox musical written by Jennifer Saunders oh
0: yes of course it f- fell on it's arse didn't it
1: 2012 West End show
0: yeah I do remember that yeah ran for less about than a four year four weeks yeah <laughs> it was something really shit we ran for about
1: six months looking <laughs> at this, which well. is probably they probably had a six month booking and didn't extend yeah, it of course. Um, take that I think there's a take that musical as well but I'm going to look it
0: up Uh, It's called I Want You Back for Good. Back for
2: Good. (laughs)
1: Back for Good. There's something called The Band. The Band. Take That's New Musical.
2: Sounds a bit unoriginal.
1: Yeah, The Band. Take That's New Musical. Which uh, appears to be quite new.
2: I say do Cher's music, actually.
1: Has she not had one? How many songs has Cher got, though? She's got that. Do you and then she's got a few. <laughs> she's got Sonny Gypsies,
2: and Tramp and Thieves, oh, yeah, which yeah, is a good on, storytelling yeah. one. I was born in the wagon of a travelling show. My mama used to dance for the money they'd roll. Mama would do whatever he could.
0: Yeah, she did a lot of songs. I've got You, Babe, so she's that's your love song. That's pregnant. <laughs> uh There is a, sh-
1: a musical coming out called The Share Show.
2: Oh, see? <laughs> Uh, okay.
1: coming to Broadway this year. Sh- We're going to have to go oh, more obscure. Oh, it opened yesterday, oh. I believe, <laughs> okay. in Chicago. Pre-Broadway run.
2: We're just on the money.
0: But we need we need to go more obscure. We need to scrape that barrel.
2: We need the Andante on Andante. On Mumford and Sons. <laughs> Britney Spears.
1: No, I want it to be British, though. Britney Spears, Broadway musical in talks.
2: For fuck's mm. sake.
1: I want something really brutally british well there's already been a madness musical <laughs> our house you'll be 40 you too oh they did uh, spider-man turn off the dark oh, does man. that count <laughs> songs by bono in the edge what about duran duran
0: they do have story songs
1: her name is Rio, and she, you know, <laughs> yeah. I'm hungry like the wolf. That well, can give, go. Anywhere. Give me a
0: list of Duran Duran songs. Let's see
2: yeah, they're, they're the, the only ones I know.
1: Oh, for fuck's sake, <laughs> Duran Duran shares details on upcoming <laughs> ballet and stage musical.
2: <laughs> ballet.
1: <sighs> what about um um? Is is there a George Michael musical? Wham.
0: Mm-hmm. Wham slash George Michael, because and yeah. it would be about be about a gay couple. There doesn't seem to be one. To who split up because one of them becomes much more famous I think
2: this is it we'll call it Wham Bam Thank You Ma'am okay so I'm
0: looking at Wham's discography first uh, let's see what we got. got um... well, the, well the, yeah you've got to have
1: Wake Me Up Before You Go-Go that's easy you, you open on like this loser in bed and and his mate his housemates like going off for like a job interview or something and and uh, he, he says, well, wake me up before you go, go. You know this song it isn't
2: about waking up in the morning, right? You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's about a girl, I think a girl leaving his bed or something, isn't it? Wake me up before you go, don't leave me hanging on like a yo-yo. A
1: girl leaving his bed.
2: Well, uh, exactly. <laughs> a partner.
1: At some point they, uh, they go Tropicana. to the Club Tropicana. That's yeah. easy. You just walk into the bar. and That's, that's it. They're at the
0: song. club. He pulls a, a lovely young man. And then <laughs> they go to... And you say it in the 80s... And it, be, it could be like about... I'm actually coming up with a good idea here, it might not work. <laughs> um, but <laughs> like, like about kind of the the gay scene coming through in the 80s and can bring AIDS into it and like make it a really oh. interesting like social yeah. um, Philadelphia
2: the Musical. Yeah.
0: yeah no I'm not saying I'm not saying your protagonist is going to have AIDS I'm saying but like that was what was that was the gay culture of the 80s like that was that was what was going on it was like Mm. we were all fucking having a great time and taking loads of drugs and not having to worry about getting pregnant and then like boom AIDS comes along and like ruins the fun for everyone Um, Wham Rap
1: can we put Wham Rap in (laughs) there
0: well I don't know how it
1: goes it's all about there's loads of stuff about him not wanting to have a job and DHSS (laughs) Department of Health and whatever it is. And do you want to have a job? No. Do you want to have fun? Yeah.
0: Well, that's it. This is it. This is what Wham were about. It was gay culture, yeah. even though they didn't say that at the time.
1: Last Christmas has got to be in there. Faith could be the big, like, heartfelt number at the end, when near the end, when he's like, "Well, I got to have." You know, maybe he's he's got a scare. He thinks he might have AIDS, but he's getting tested, and. <laughs> He's got to have faith that it'll be alright. It's like a stripped-down version of it.
2: What are the lyrics to Careless Whisper? Because I only know a parodied version. <laughs>
0: uh, <laughs> I don't know. Don't don't worry about the lyrics. It's about the titles.
1: Um, freedom has got to be in there, definitely. And I think that's all you need. Everything. Oh, I want your sex.
2: Thank you. No? Monkey. <laughs> what?
1: <laughs> the song Monkey. Monkey. Monkey! You got a monkey on your back, or however it goes. <laughs> what? <laughs> have you not heard that song?
0: Monkey. Do you know what? This this could just be like the George Michael sort of biography musical. Well, that's with, what I was thinking it would work. And yeah, because yeah. it's quite a dramatic story. There's a lot's going on. You could have someone playing Andrew Ridgeley who's then like really bitter that he's been left behind.
1: Elton John can be in it. Just just cause or. <laughs> He was a huge part of George Michael's um, career. Ladies Mr.
3: John
2: Well, who's gonna play George Michael?
1: Uh, the other oh. one out of wham.
2: <laughs> no. Someone young That's just mean.
1: <laughs> well, I don't know. I don't... who's uh, Andrew Reynolds. There you go. That's a stage actor, he's about the right age to Get away with George Michael throughout his life. Very camp.
0: No, sorry. We we want to put this straight onto film. We need we need. <laughs> name oh, we're making actors. this as a film. Yeah, we need name actors. It doesn't matter if they can sing.
1: Um, like I would have said Robert Downey Jr. because he likes singing, but he's way too old. <laughs> yeah, it needs uh... to be
0: someone who's like twenty-two. <laughs> well, actually, it's got. the a...
1: well, I don't know. I, I think you can. You want to have him when he's a bit older as well. Yeah,
0: he's got to be able to play him from like twenty to about thirty-five at least.
2: What's what's Robert Pattinson doing now? He's got that kind of tufty-haired oh, look. Oh, yeah, actually, that's not
3: a
1: bad can idea. He, Do you think he could sing?
2: That's. Uh, of... I don't know. Maybe actually.
1: Oh, he he's got he's got music apparently. Robert Pattinson. I don't know if he can sing, but he's released music.
0: Who who play Elton John? It's <laughs> <laughs> a sort of eighties Elton John as well. Matt Young Lucas. Elton John. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's
1: he's already portrayed Elton John, I believe.
3: Sir
0: Elton John! <laughs> well, they did one of the rock profiles with um, yeah. uh, Andrew Ridgely and George Michael. Oh, did they? Yeah. Do you still see much of, uh, of Andrew uh, Not as much as I'd like to. You know, it's very difficult. I'm very busy kind of making solo albums and tours and TV. and um, It's very difficult to find the time. Because right. I've often um, wondered what he's doing now. And, uh, t- <laughs> you didn't tell me Andrew was coming. I didn't know Sorry,
1: I'm late. I've never turned up to uh, to catch the bus. Uh, we can't stop long. You know, we'd better get a move on. People are going to start thinking we split up. Andrew, um, <laughs> now we... I can stop leaving all those messages in your answer phone. <laughs> can't keep us two apart. We're like two peas in a
2: pod. We're not really on the Mamma Mia sequel anymore, are we? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we've strayed.
1: I think we could put anything out and just call it <laughs> Mamma Mia Two, and people and will and go. They'll flock. Because they're not, you know. It doesn't matter if it's any good or not, because the first one was shit, and they're not <laughs> going to be able to make Mamma Mia 3 anyway, even if they want to. So Unless it's entirely using new ABBA songs from the new
0: album.
2: Well, no, there's still plenty of, well, I say plenty, there's still a handful of old ones that they haven't used. I mean, one of them's my ringtone, <laughs> for a start.
0: Anyway, this is the longest recorded on done for ages, because Calvin's yeah. not here to complain. This is you, this is you, so sweet. <laughs> He has to go to bed. <laughs> um, yeah.
2: <laughs> well, thanks for having me, guys. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
1: Mamma mia! Thanks for listening, guys. As ever, if you enjoy the show, uh, please do go and uh, rate and review us on iTunes. Follow us on Twitter at Dim Returns Pod and Facebook, where we are Diminishing Returns Podcast. Thank you once again to Judy Bignell for so graciously guesting on this week's episode. As always, we'll be back next week, and it'll be something a bit more action movie-ish and uh, gung-ho. Now, to play us out of this episode, here's Colin Firth's love rival, Hugh Grant, and his own foray into singing.